This is a Healthier Michigan podcast, episode 110. Coming up, we discuss how we can eat healthy while traveling. Welcome to a Healthier Michigan podcast, the podcast dedicated to navigating how we can improve our health and well-being through small healthy habits we can start implementing right now. I'm your host, Chuck Gatica, and every other week, we'll sit down with a certified expert and discuss topics that cover nutrition, fitness, and a lot more. And this week, we're not on the road, but we want to pretend like we are. So we're going to talk about healthy eating while traveling and what we can do to make sure we're eating right while we're away from home. With us again today is registered dietitian for Blue Cross Blue Shield of Michigan, Shanti Apello. It's good to see you. It's good to see you. This is our first time talking face-to-face. Well, virtually face-to-face. Right. Yeah. No, it's great because I see you through social media. You're a star of like, you know, small screen. Are you in a movie with Brad Pitt yet? I mean, have you gotten that far? You know, I, I, I've been seen like 500 times on Instagram. That's about there it. There you go. Okay. Well, <laughs> you got to start somewhere, right? Well, it's so good to have you with us. And I know you enjoy getting outdoors, getting out on the road, right? I mean, you've traveled the country. Talk to us about this idea that somehow we're going to go up north. We're one of the only states, I think us and maybe Minnesota, maybe New York, where we actually say, what are you doing this weekend? And we say, well, we're going up north. Sometimes it's south, but you know what I mean. Uh, There's the thrill of traveling that we're going to get going with or without children because that's its own challenge for eating healthy. (laughs) But then, you know, you want to get on the road and you're planning your next vacation and there's always this challenge. What do you grab in the house to take with you? Is it a bag of chips? Apples roll around in the car. You know what I mean? It seems like it's a challenge. Right, right. Yeah, it's definitely a challenge. And I think one important thing to remind yourself of is first of all, when you're traveling, eating unhealthy or you know going out of your routine for just a few days isn't going to make a huge change to your lifestyle. But what can happen is that we go on vacation, we enjoy the convenience of the packaged foods, going out to eat, and then that can often you know span into our normal life. And then of course there are people who travel for a living. You know they work, they're always on the road, and that can you know of course make a difference in our health. And so eating can be especially something that you want to pay attention to. So I think planning is key. Finding those kind of key foods that really work for you that are going to be healthy and that are going to be, you know, nutritious and convenient too, because there are things like that. My wife and my daughter made fun of me yesterday because I was sent on the shopping errand, not for traveling, just going, you know, locally. And I picked up some fresh sushi. And, you know, I made fun of them because they're using chopsticks. I go for the fork. But on the <laughs> way home, I, I made sure my hands were clean, you know, with a wipe inside the car. But I, I just used my fingers and I had to taste a few just to make sure they're okay, right? Yeah, of so course. <laughs> it is okay to take things with you that you know you like. And I think the key thing you just said is planning. That's We plan for packing. We plan for car seats. We make sure the tires are inflated. And sometimes... We just run out the door and we don't really think about what to pack for the five-hour drive or the two-day drive of what we want to eat. Yeah, exactly. So one of the things that I like to do, especially if I'm like, okay, I'm running out of time. I don't have time to really like put together a meal or anything like that. My now fiance and I are often drive to Tennessee. So that's where our family lives. And so we typically plan our food stops in bigger cities when we drive to Tennessee. 
we're like, okay, Cincinnati is a good one because typically they'll have healthier food stops. So, you know, when you're on a random interstate, you're often going to see only fast food. And of course, there are healthier options at fast food restaurants, but they're limited. So we like to make the stops in bigger cities so that we can, you know, load up on a healthier salad or a healthier Power Bowl or something like that. Yeah, and that is a um, that can be a challenge because you know if you Google stops along I seventy five between Detroit and South Florida, I mean you can go all the way down there. Most of the stuff that pops up is not necessarily the healthiest. It could be the peach preserve place, you know, in Georgia, but usually it's the donut place, it's the rib place, it's the, you know, it's the stuff that people tend to think about in a touristy way. And to your point, trying to find the healthy stuff could take a minute more to dig a little deeper, huh? Exactly. So then before you leave, just plan on or about when you're going to take your stops. And that's kind of perfect, right? Yeah. And of course, you can pack your food. There are so many things that pack easily for a eight-hour car ride, you know, putting everything in your cooler and packing things. So I love to pack salads. I think... It's so easy just to throw in a few vegetables in a bowl. If you're a whole family of four, taking a whole bottle of vinaigrette isn't going to spoil. You know, you might use the whole bottle. So little things like that can be really great because you don't have to heat it. Another thing is pasta salad. Pasta salad sometimes gets a bad rap, but if you do a vinaigrette base to this and you add a ton of vegetables to mine, and we have this on a healthier Michigan, this recipe, because it's really great. It's just oil, vinegar, a bunch of spices, and then we've got tomatoes, sun-dried tomatoes. We've got onions and bell peppers and cucumbers, and all in all, you're getting so many vegetables in that, and it's really filling because you've still got a little bit of protein in, in the pasta, especially if it's whole grain. Well, and what's interesting about what you say is that part of that plan may not be that you're going to find the place that serves the food that you sit down at. It could be one of the best-looking rest stops in Michigan, right? I mean, it's pure Michigan. They all seem to have picnic tables. There are overlooks going down through the mountains where you can pull over and you could pull out the bowl of stuff, right, or anything you've packed in the cooler. So I don't know that I, I won't speak for everybody, I don't know that I think about that as much as I should, where I just think, oh, we'll find a place to pull off and, you know, that we'll buy food there, where we could just bring it with it, look for a scenic spot. Exactly. And you save so much money. And fun fact, Michigan actually had the first picnic table in the U.S. How Come about on. that? Yeah. No kidding. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Roadside picnic table. So the first. Yeah. So you talked about moderation right off the top. That is an encouragement to us too, right? If you go on a day-long trip and you kind of mess up, and you get the beef brisket sandwich somewhere because that's the famous place to stop while you're going down past Memphis or something. It's okay. You didn't blow your whole life because you got a great sandwich somewhere. Yeah. And I think, you know, removing the guilt from it is so important. And just know that whenever you're traveling, try to make at least just one meal healthy in a day. Like aim for making either parts of your meals healthy or different meals of the day healthy and you'll be good to go. Yeah. Do you pack a lot, like even when you're traveling, I know you travel the state of Michigan a lot in your role as a dietitian for various appearances. Do you pack food when you're on the go like that? Absolutely. Yes. Or if I know I'm going to stay the night somewhere, I usually have a go-to kind of grocery list for things I like to grab. And so if I know I'm staying in a place with at least a microwave and a fridge, definitely I'm going to be bringing some Greek yogurt. It's great because I can bring some berries along the way, a little package of low sugar granola and breakfast is covered because sometimes even when you're staying at hotels, all they have are like, well, it's great, but a waffle machine, just 
plain white toast. They've got all these toppings. It's not the healthiest, right? A lot of things filled with sugar, even the yogurt that they have is, is very rich in sugar. So I like to bring that for breakfast. For lunch and for dinners, I think a really amazing just grocery store find that anyone can buy are pre-cooked rice that you just heat up in the microwave. You can find ones with brown rice, with quinoa, with flax seeds, a lot of great nutrients in there. Throw in the microwave for a minute and a half and then combine it with whatever to make it delicious. So a bowl I like to make when I'm on the road and don't even have a kitchenette is heating up that, throwing on some crunchy chickpeas that's also packaged, easily found in a lot of grocery stores. I throw on some cherry tomatoes that I've halved along with some green onion and cucumber, and then drizzle some spicy mayo on top. And it's such a great meal. It's like one of those power bowls that has a lot of nutrients. And it's so easy. It takes literally under five minutes. Yeah. Well, you know, my wife and I travel a lot, and we just helped move a daughter back from New York City. So on the way back, we didn't get the sweet or, you know, the sweet place. We got a regular hotel room. And most of them, to be fair, now have the small fridge, the mini fridge. And that breakfast thing, I'm noticing much more triple zero Greek yogurt versus the other choices, right? So you have some choice, even if they're doing the, I don't know if they're powdered scrambled eggs or not, but I mean, there are ways to get some protein, a little yogurt yeah, and you can still get your coffee. You can mix and match like you said, yeah, right? Yeah. Like get your coffee there, get maybe your yogurt there, but then add something from home for the rest of your breakfast, right? Yeah. So is microwaving your best friend on the road? I mean, when you talk about, and I think of the the sweet type place that may have the mini kitchen or kitchenette. Do you look forward to cooking when you're in a room or you really would just rather zap it and bring something that's easy to got to go, you know? I like to just combine ingredients. And if I have to make microwave one or two of those, uh, that's kind of the best deal. But, you know, if they have a kitchenette, if they have, you know, a pot and pan, the thing is, you have to bring your oil, yeah. which like can be, you know, you have to bring some bigger <laughs> items, yeah. which can be fine. So if you're there for a week or so, it's a great option for those kind of meals. I love to find some, you know, pre-marinated frozen salmon in the grocery store, sear that up and combine it either with, you know, some pre-mixed lettuce bags. I love those, you know, that you find in the grocery aisle. Sure. It's just a lettuce bag that's, you know, already got everything you need in it along with, you know, the extra veggies and the dressing. So either combine it with that or one of those, you know, steamable bagged rice. It's great. I'm such a nerd with those bags of, uh, of greens. To be fair, I'd rather grab a bag of spinach, but I'm, to me, they're oftentimes, I'm like a kid. It's almost like I'm going in for the Moose Tracks ice cream and trying <laughs> to dig for the nugget. I'm looking for that one green bean or that slice of radish, you know, that's just, it's like, oh, there's an extra find. It's awesome. You know, I feel like I should get a prize. Makes yeah. It fun. yeah. Or you're like, ooh, I got to try every flavor here. <laughs> yeah, you're like, right. yeah, lemon pepper or lemon honey. Ooh, let's do both. <laughs> yeah, no, that's good. So when we're traveling, the other thing that I find, I like fish. My wife doesn't particularly care for it. It's not like she hates it, but I'd be much more apt to travel the state of Michigan. Let's keep it parochial. And I'd be the guy who would order whitefish, not fish and chips, but I would order stuff that's local to the region and try to stay fresh. That's another way that works for me, just trying to keep it healthy is to experiment with stuff that's kind of local. Exactly. And I think especially when you're traveling international, trying native foods 
that are actually healthy are just really great ways to find out foods that maybe you didn't know could be prepared that way and you really enjoy. So, you know, for example, if you're going to another country exploring cultural foods, trying the ways that they prepare vegetables can be just eye-opening. And of course, you're getting the nutrients in there too. I think when you're traveling in general, focusing on getting the nutrients is more important than thinking about, you know, overall calories and things like that. Just making sure you're getting the fuel you need to feel good. There's also something to be said for me anyway about finding the breaks that I know, you know, we've talked in the past about sitting too much and we know all the statistics about binge watching and how it's not good for our health. I don't know that we assign as much value to the idea that we're hopping in a car for five hours or nine hours or however long you're trying to rally through. So eating is one part of good health and digestion, but also this idea that it's okay to get out and stretch your legs. And part of that, you know, finding the the second picnic bench in Michigan that, you know, (laughs) you can get out and walk to and enjoy some fresh air. You know, there's something to be said for that along with the scenery and the good food, huh? Yeah, definitely. And I think that's some good pre-planning too. Like thinking about, okay, where am I going to make my food stops, but where am I going to make my stretch and kind of, you know, walking spots? Because it is really important. And especially if you're traveling with young children or even dogs, it's so important to, you know, get out and stretch and move a little bit and help burn some of those calories too. So let me put you on the spot about snacking, okay? It's one thing to say, I'm going to bring a bowl of salad or a bag, and then I've got my oil and vinegar. I'm not mixing that as I'm going up to Harbor Springs or something. (laughs) It's just not going to happen. Right. So what do you grab? What do you encourage us to think about that you would consider snacks that are grab and go? They can just be in a bag in the back, and I don't have to worry about you know a lot of prep, et cetera, maybe pre-prep. I don't know. Yeah. So if you're going to the grocery store, I think going to the produce aisle and finding the pre-chopped veggies, that's going to be a really great option. I like to, you know, spend about 10 minutes the night before, you know, prepping some veggie spears of bell peppers, cucumbers, all those kind of things, bringing some hummus along the way, bringing some tzatziki. I love hummus though. So many different flavors. It's like also something I want to try each and every one of. So I think that's a great option. And then, you know, the crunchy stuff, don't be afraid of it, right? I think, you know, chips and crackers and things like that obviously don't have a lot of health value, but there are other easy kind of prepackaged stuff. You know, I mentioned the crunchy chickpeas, one of my favorite things just to snack on because it's such a good source of protein and they're just lightly roasted. Something else you could think of is bringing nuts. I like pre-portioning those though. Because oftentimes if you have <laughs> if you have access to a whole bag, it's gone and then 900 calories later, <laughs> you might not feel so great. So, you know, still in moderation with all these things. Am I wrong or aren't there things like celery sticks where you literally are expending more energy chewing and eating them and digesting <laughs> than they actually, you know, like I'll, I'll get the, the pre-cut stuff if I'm traveling, right? I'll get that little rectangular container. I dump the water somewhere along the way so it's not spilling in the car. Before you know it, I've eaten half the tub, and I'm thinking to myself, I bet you I just exercise more chewing this stuff than the (laughs) calories from, you know, it's all water, and it's got fiber, you know. I believe that's true for celery and cucumbers, yes. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Our our mouths are going to work. They're getting exercise, So I can tell my wife that's part of my exercise plan for the day (laughs) when we're traveling, right? You're like, no, I already had celery for a snack. We don't need to go on a walk. Yeah. But you know, (laughs) hummus is a good one that you can get the tubbo hummus at, you know, your big box store for like five, six bucks. And that'll last you a whole day of 
tripping, you know? Yeah, exactly. That or I love, you know, Greek yogurt dip, making some tzatziki. You can find tzatziki in the same aisle often as the hummus. You know, it's cucumber, Greek yogurt and garlic, really simple ingredients. And then again, really filling because what we want to look for is the protein content in some of these foods. You know, we don't want to go on a trip and only have our carbohydrate foods because then 30 minutes later, we might be wanting to reach for something else. So really important to get the protein in there too. You know, Michigan in the summer, it's obvious a, it's a seasonal thing, but Michigan in the summer, it's hard to consider, I guess, if I'm driving up north that I'm going to wash vegetables that I can find at a roadside stand. But it is not uncommon, especially while traveling the state, to find great vegetables that are fresh, whether it's tomatoes, corn in season, just crazy good stuff. You have to have the ability to cook it, but you could still microwave it in the room. So there are ways to pick up stuff and bring it back and sort of restock the back of the car as you make your next day's trip, huh? Yeah, definitely. And when you talked about a microwave, something made me think of microwavable meals. Because I think if you're someone who travels for work a lot and then you run to the grocery store and you pick up, you know, some microwavable meals, those tend to just be so full of salt and fat. And when you choose the lean kinds, have you ever been full on one of those? I don't know. I haven't. Not really. (laughs) Well, and, you know, to be fair, though, it is a lot. Typically, it's rice or quinoa. And I know that that's supposed to fill me up. But somehow my brain is telling me I didn't get enough of something something in there. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, you know, just finding things that you actually enjoy because you are traveling is so important. I like to think about my trip as... The way there and the way back, I am saving money by packing and by pre-planning, by bringing things and eating healthy. And then when I'm on the trip, I can allow myself some more enjoyment. That's kind of a good rule of thumb. And some of that fun factor, I mean, if we're going, let's keep it again to the state of Michigan. If I'm going up north, I may want to get off the beaten path and find the winery Mm -hmm. and do a little tasting or get a bottle of wine for another day or something. So to have fun and to bring the experience of the countryside and whatever's being grown in that region up in Leelanau or wherever I'm going is part of what's making me healthy in terms of my peace, my enjoyment of the day, what made it worth driving five or six hours, right? Exactly. Because if we harp on, you know, like having to be perfect and having to, you know, eat only healthy meals the entire time, like the worry just isn't worth it to me. I think actually (laughs) traveling to me is almost all about food. <laughs> like, I'm not joking. The the one sole thing that Travis and I plan on every single trip is where we're going to eat. We're doing research on what restaurants we want to try and what types of foods in the place we want to try. And so, you know, I think a lot of people are like that. And it's so important to allow yourself to enjoy. But like we said, just building in some rules of thumb, like, for example, for breakfast, I'm going to eat at home every day or in the hotel every day, or I'm going to make sure I have one side of a vegetable at each meal or a fruit. So whether that's breakfast, you have a cup of fruit, or at lunch, you order a side of broccoli with the rest of your food, or at dinner, you have a side salad so that you know you're packing in some of the nutrients and that you're balancing each meal. And I think part of this is also if the trip is extended, or let's say it's a hiking or kayaking trip or both, or you're going on a cruise, 
My wife and I have made a pact with each other that we will never go on a cruise and use the elevator unless it's absolutely necessary to get off the ship with a suitcase. That's the size of Hawaii. You know what I mean? So wherever we go, we'll do the two miles a day on a track because that's our thing. So we're not being crazy about it. And then we take the stairs everywhere. Well, you do 14, 16 flights of stairs multiple times a day. You can probably sneak in that tiramisu tonight for dinner. So I think part of what I hear when I speak to you, not just today, but often, is finding balance, right? Yeah. Don't give up on the fun. Don't give up on the experience of a local flavor. Maybe something is a little more fattening than you would typically want to eat. But if you're balancing your life and you're going on a major hiking trip up north for two days, yeah, you can probably have a little fudge on Mackinac Island. You're okay. Exactly. And when you said tiramisu, I thought of tiramisu for two because, (laughs) you know, when you're going out to eat, think about splitting with your partner, your family member, your friend. You can try so many different foods if you just share it, right? You know, oftentimes when we travel, we like to bring in a lot of different appetizers and things like that. But something that I think is really important when you do that is one at a time, right? Instead of ordering like five to 10 appetizers for your whole table of four to eight or whatever it is, maybe take a little at a time to really register that fullness. And I think something too that's important is when we're traveling, we might think, oh my gosh, I want to try it all. I'm not going to get to come back here for a while. Like, I can't leave here without having tried this really big thing. But I think it's important to remember that you can come back, right? Yeah, you can. And I I have discovered, again, on this trip from New York recently, it stuck in my mind because we actually pulled off into civilization. So we're surrounded by every fast food choice you can imagine. And one of the choices, to be honest, was a Panera. And the reason I like that is because we do share now a sandwich. One big giant sandwich is too much for either one of us. But we also get a salad. And the reason I like that location is because you can also, through your app or otherwise in person, you can delete, you can add. They're very much into customization, which is not the case for a lot of drive through fast food places that are right next door to them. Mm-hmm. So you can be a little choosier and still get some good stuff. And it still is quick. And it's still fast food, let's be fair. But it's a salad and it's a half of a sandwich and it's lunch and that's it. Yeah. And the customizable thing made me think of, you know, a lot of these fast food restaurants have all the information on their apps, on their website. So you can really be empowered by what you're choosing. Because, you know, oftentimes when you're going to a restaurant, you're like, I don't really know what they're putting into this. I know it tastes good, but I'm not really sure what it is. But when you're on the road, if you're kind of following that rule of thumb, like I do, okay, on the road, I'm going to be as healthy as possible. When I get to my location, I don't care as much. (laughs) You know, you can, you can really, you know, be in charge of what you're choosing by looking at the calories by looking at you know, the sugar content, the saturated fat content, the salt and things like that and modify as you need to. Yeah. But I hear from you, a, a registered dietitian. Is it fair to call you a foodie? Is it? Uh, oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah. So <laughs> when you travel, you're looking for these really great spots, but that's encouraging to me as a mere mortal, right? I'm not a registered dietitian, <laughs> but to think that a registered dietitian is saying, yeah, you know, when we go to Cincinnati, we're going to find the place with the 
chips and the guac and the and I'm thinking, <laughs> okay, I mean it's if it's okay for you, you're encouraging me that I can think about balance, right? It's okay to think that way. Yes, absolutely. I think food makes life fun. Yeah. It's something we eat do every single day. And so I think it's it's meant to be enjoyed, but of course with the balance. Yeah. Yeah. So wrap it up for us. We're still uh, you know, we're still going through summer. We've got great fall travel here, and of course we'll have a seasonal change where we can't get, you know, everything we've talked about, veggies at roadside stands when the snow flies. But for the rest of the, you know, couple what, we even have five months to go before we get to the end of fall. Yeah. Encourage us about what to think about some top tips, what to grab and go, how to pack as we travel for the rest of the summer. Yeah. I think uh, one important thing is to set goals for yourself, whether that is how many healthy kind of components you're going to have in your day, how many healthy meals you want to have in a day, how many steps you want to get in a day when you're out and about. Maybe you want to aim for 10,000 steps or more because oftentimes when we're traveling, we get in more. Get familiar with that grocery list. Maybe even make one for yourself that you always have that you can have for on the go. So, you know, I was mentioning the bagged brown rice, the salad bags, the hummus, the Greek yogurt. Make that easy grocery list for yourself of things to pick up that are always going to be travel friendly. And lastly, just like I said, know that you can come back. Don't have the fear of missing out. Enjoy until you're full and until you're satisfied, but don't overdo it. Yeah. Well, I think those are great takeaways and lots of encouragement, especially the idea of balance and finding ways to uh, work off what you think may be coming, <laughs> you know, or <laughs> you didn't discover yet. Shati, it's always great to see you. Thanks for the wisdom. Thanks, Chuck. Yeah. Take good care. We're glad you've been with us. Thanks for listening to a Healthier Michigan podcast. It's brought to you by Blue Cross Blue Shield of Michigan. If you like the show and you want to know more, you can check us out online. Go to a healthiermichigan.org slash podcast. You can leave us a review or a rating. We We'd love for you to do that. You can do it on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher. You can get new episodes, a lot of old episodes as well to take with you. So be sure to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, your favorite podcast app all the way around. Stay well. I'm Chuck Adam.